0: Hey there, little birdie. Hey there, little birdie.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's start with guilt. <laughs> oh my God. Let's start with guilt. Well, this is our welcome back episode. And first of all, we want to say thank you to everyone who's really been like messaging us
0: and battering us about <laughs> I know. when's
1: the next episode coming up. And
0: are you still doing little birdie? I yeah. got some of those messages. Are you guys still recording?
1: <laughs> We're like. Eventually, <laughs> no, but this, um, these last few weeks have been hectic and now we're really in, um, more of a,
0: well, you, relax. A more,
1: yeah, a relaxed position have more time, and also actually play with. Yeah. And uh, we have more time to think about, okay, now, uh, because this is so new to us, because this is something we've never done before, mm-hmm. just figuring out all the aspects of it, especially marketing. And still communicating and connecting with you guys, even when we don't have an episode. And um, I know I've mentioned Gary V before, and Gary V's like, "Well, turn your episode into like so much content." And I was like, "You know what, Gary, you are right. not today." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not at the end of the semester when finals are coming around. Right. But
0: yeah. you know,
1: um, but nonetheless, we're here. We're so yeah. glad to be here. Our thing, Something was missing out of our hearts when we weren't able to do this.
0: I know. There were so many times we wanted to record, but we just couldn't. Yeah. Because of the time and because we were just exhausted and our head was just, and our heart was not in it.
1: Yeah. I tell you what, Deppy was so committed the other day, though, because <laughs> <laughs> we had a show on Thursday and I'm sitting there thinking that tomorrow's Saturday. What's wrong with me? Don't know. So I tell Deppy and I go well, do you want to do an episode in the morning? And without a doubt, she goes, yeah, but we got to get up really early. And I went, (laughs) yeah. And she went, do you think tomorrow's Saturday? Because it's Friday. Mind you, Deppy's out of the house by what?
0: 730, 740.
1: This girl was ready to wake up at (laughs) 6 something so that we could do this damn
0: episode. I know, I know. I just feel, I I do feel a little bad that we haven't been able to do it, especially because of the people asking us, Yeah. you know, when we were going to do it. So I was like, let's do it. Whatever we got to do to make it work.
1: Yeah. But many of you, we've actually spent time outside of the episodes with. Yeah. You know, Sabrina has been asking. I did a stage reading with her. Sara. We completed our first uh, kind of, we did a performance at Barnes & Noble of Depi's script, El Closet. And Sarah was there, yes. and all these kids were there, and it was just so magical and just—it was. It was just so wild to see all of these families bringing in their pure babies Aww. and just enjoying, enjoying the songs and enjoying um, what Debbie has created. So it's been really nice. It's been a really affirming uh, past few weeks.
0: It has been been busy. Been busy. Lissette's been busy too with her semester. Yeah. Oh and it's done. Third semester done. It's done. Yes. And you're in a show.
1: Yes. So we're me and Alejandro and you, you're running box office girl. Yes. Um <laughs> we're all in a show right now. It closes next week. And uh Yeah, that this has been a crazy, um just a crazy semester just because uh mm-hmm. A lot of the time has really been about just trying to suck all the air out of every minute.
0: Exactly. And
1: and that's the same thing of the semester applying to the show. Um, So basically, this this episode, we're really going to talk about... um, In general, it's being responsible for the energy you bring into the room. And I feel like what I really learned about myself this past few weeks... Has been that I can be very pessimistic, and it can be my downfall, you know. And um, throughout this entire semester, I mean, I started it off with West Side,
0: mm-hmm.
1: doing all of my classes. Then I probably had maybe three weeks of a break and jumped back into
0: which wasn't really a break because yeah. you were in school.
1: Yeah, and you then just I
0: just got a break from the show.
1: Yeah, and then I jumped into this show. And uh, didn't really anticipate it. But nonetheless, like it's an amazing experience. But I was really learning about time management. I'd come home from classes just crying, Mm -hmm. you know. And again, a shout out to Sabrina. Sabrina, the one day I had a stage reading with her. I had a stage reading rehearsal and I was running late. I forgot my script at home. I was just like panicking. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I got to the rehearsal and she was like, are you okay? And I went... No (laughs) started crying. And it was just it's this idea and I'm so grateful for people who are so who give me so much grace and space Mm -hmm. to be like that and Mm -hmm. just to be be honest. Yeah, Yeah, and Mm -hmm. that's why being an artist is awesome, you Mm -hmm. know, because we all get it. Like Mm -hmm. we double book ourselves, man, a lot. And um yeah, so I noticed that my vocabulary and my words these last few weeks have been, like, this is my word bank. I want to kill myself. I want to die. I don't want to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. I hate this person. Oh, this person's so annoying. Oh my God, why am I doing that? So like a lot of my responses to things were really pessimistic. And I just, I don't want to be like that. And I know it's a skill that I have to hone, but man, I just didn't like the person who I turned out to be this semester in reaction to this semester. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, I mean, that just means there's more space to grow, Mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, I know that you've been really working on closet and creating art yourself can be a really challenging experience. Like, do you feel like over the last few weeks your vocabulary has
0: changed? or? Yeah, I think... My experience with, with a Closet has been <laughs> even something that you love can start to make you feel like you're going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because at some point, you're just... I don't know if this happens to you, Lisette, but I felt like I was going so hard at El Closet, at creating this, because I just I felt like... It was, a, it was a story that wanted to be told. And it was, in this case, it's being told through me. And I just kept on having all these ideas, and I felt like I had to keep on writing and writing and writing. And, and I become a little obsessive, or I want to get things done. And I feel like, you know, when you're in the flow of things, you just feel like you want to stay focused. But it got to the point where it became exhausting to me, too. <laughs> and I felt like I had to just say, okay, Mr. Rooster, Cedito, Co- you know, Señorita Coqui, you, you're all going to have to just give me a break. Just yeah. go to sleep for a day or two. <laughs> take just, a nap. Exactly. Take a nap. Um, and I just had to take a break. I had yeah. to take a little break. It's been really, really fun and very endearing to bring these characters um, to fruition. And a couple more that have been added to the story. It's been it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful to be able to tell the story. But definitely started to feel a little overwhelmed and felt like I had to take a little break from it myself. Mm-hmm. You know, Um and I think for me, the challenge, I know for you, the challenge is, you know, your vocabulary, keeping an eye on it. it it's there, are more, you know, it's more than one challenge. Of course, there's always that insecurity, like, is this even worth doing? What am I doing this for? You know, um, and then there's also the challenge of. Um, uh, I, I just drew a blank and I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I was gonna say something. It was right at the top. I know of my you said
1: life. the challenge of insecurity, challenge of trusting the process. Is that what you're trying to talk about? Because I was gonna say, I know that during the process of you writing the script, there would be re- there would be a lot of things that sounded very promising, that relied on other people's participation, and it wouldn't come through, and it would be completely discouraging, and we would really have to sit down and think about. Is this divine timing and right. trusting that it it's an amazing script, of course, mm-hmm. but because it's probably taking a little while to put some things in the mix of when to perform it, who's going to take it, you know, right. who would like to produce it, you know, things like that.
0: Right. It can be
1: a little discouraging, but just trusting that divine timing will it come and swoop be. in.
0: yeah. It can be thank you for helping me remember <laughs> <laughs> I got you <laughs> yes you do got me you know and that was one thing Alejandro told me and um, there's this guy's name is Rob Bell he used to be a, like a mega church um, pastor and he's saying that he talks about releasing things you know to God and just saying okay God I can't do this mm-hmm. you take it mm-hmm. you know and that was one thing Alejandro was telling me my son um, Lissette's fiance that he says you know you're just going to have to just let it let it be and mm-hmm. let the next step come to you. Yeah. And that step is really scary. So that's that's been my challenge is trusting the process. Where do I go with this, you know, from here? And and knowing, you know, you have to use some really you have to use good judgment as to who gets involved with your project. It's kind of like ha- having a child. Yeah. You have to know who takes care of your baby, who you're leaving your baby with while well, you have to go to work or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing. This is our my creative baby, and I've invested so much into it. You know, because mm-hmm. you've been along the ride with me. Yeah, you know, um, so there have been some people on the way that have said that they would like to be involved with the project, but they, I, I just, I they're not as passionate about it Mm -hmm. and so I choose to be really careful about who gets involved with the project Mm -hmm. you know with this with this uh producing this script you'd rather it be on stage or in a book I don't feel that it's my role to have to chase anybody down for it Mm -hmm. I feel like when something is serendipitous it just it happens Mm -hmm. and it's just like Puzzle pieces, they fit in perfectly and they create this beautiful picture. But yeah. if the puzzle piece doesn't fit, don't force it. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of where I'm at, just waiting for the puzzle pieces to fall into place yeah. and create this picture that I can't see entirely mm-hmm. right now, you know, just kind of trusting and wondering, you know, what's the next step for it? Because um, the script is, I can, you can never say a script is complete or done, you know, yeah. I will never be... That arrogant to say that, you know. Um, but I feel like I'm completely invested in what I have right now. Mm-hmm. And I we added one more song, and that's done as well. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's waiting. Yeah. It's
1: waiting for the next step. It's waiting for that divine timing.
0: Yeah. So I think that's my, my challenge is trusting the process. I know as yours is language, you know. Um, and that's for both of us. You know, language is always for both of us and trusting the process is for both of us as well. Yeah. But specifically with what you were talking about with your semester and me with this project, you know, just really trusting that it's divine timing. Yeah.
1: And uh, so we were talking a little bit earlier this morning. So we, I specifically, I really wanted to mention someone in this episode that really just carries... Embodies, yeah. Yeah, embodies and lives through always choosing joy and optimism mm-hmm. as their, how do I say it, um, as their way of approaching life. Yeah. And um, that person is Bobby Cook. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are from the theater community, you guys automatically know who Bobby Cook is. Mm-hmm. Bobby Cook is a bad bitch, okay? <laughs> Bobby Cook, oh my, so... Mm. I was literally prepping for this uh, for this episode earlier this morning, and then Deppie sends me this image. It's just kind of like a, a quote image, and it says, Don't adapt to the energy in the room. Influence the energy in the room. And immediately, I was like, I was thinking of Bobby before mm-hmm. you sent me that. And Bobby embodies it, and I think it's so... Amazing to be a person who influences people so immediately because he is just joyous. He glows. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you earlier, yesterday I was trying really hard because uh, during the show I was feeling such low energy and I was trying to bring it up and I was trying to be in control of everything and I was trying to... Be in control of uh, what's this person's line, that person's line. And I, for some reason, I was just in a panic. Mm-hmm. And um, Julie, who's our awesome kick ass stage manager, oh, she's Juliana amazing. Gouache.
0: she's amazing.
1: Uh, another bad bitch. She um, really is. So she came into the back and she went, I just got a hug from Bobby Cook. Mm-hmm. And it cured the depression, okay? And it her her cured was all of it. And her forever. life has changed.
0: Yes. Forever. And
1: And I thought about that, and I thought about how does one hug from someone, it's so, he's literally the person that's not adapting the energy of the room, he's influencing the energy Mm -hmm. of the room, and he's an audience member, Mm -hmm. that's not his job, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was just so beautiful to think about that, so I was thinking for the second half of the act, I was like, I gotta be as abundant as Bobby Cook. Mm -hmm. I have to be as abundant with my optimism and my energy and my love. The love, exactly. I have to be abundant with it, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all come up short.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I was just thinking about that. And I was like, if I approached the semester the way that he approaches life, right? And I'm sure Bobby has bad days. We all have freaking bad days. He makes his bad
0: days look good, though. Mm -hmm. I know. He really does.
1: And he... He gives so he just looking at Bobby Cook gives me so much perspective, mm-hmm. and he always says it's a choice, and it's literally as simple as that. You mm-hmm. know, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Bobby. Mm-hmm.
0: I love you, BB. Oh yeah, he exudes love. Oh. He really does. He just makes you feel happy. Yes. Well, as soon as you see him, you can't help but smile.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he. His so, presence fills the room. He definitely does. does. He definitely fills the room. It does. Just my... Look, look. I'm glowing just talking about Barry. Yes, for sure. Yeah.
1: And I remember during Friendsgiving, me and Alejandro went over for Friendsgiving, and I wrote in the chat that I was going to make tostones. I made maduros on the end. I mean, i um, <laughs> <laughs> Got the wrong platanos. Yeah, I got the wrong platanos. I was like, damn. We get there. My my maduros are all like stale and dry. And I get to the house and I'm like freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God, look. I'm sorry. These aren't tostones. These are not warm either. I'm so sorry. And he just took me by the face and he said, you made them, right? And I said, yes. And he said, you made them with love, right? And I said, yes. And he said, that's all that matters. Hmm. He gave me the biggest hug. And I was like, you know what? I'll
0: start doing that at everybody's giving. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And I love that he's. Without, um a, what am I trying? I'm trying to say, he's himself. He's unapologetically himself. There is no guessing as to who he is, mm-hmm. what he brings into the room, what he embodies. um You don't get the sense that he's worrying about what other people are thinking. Mm-hmm. How are they going to interpret my presence? No, he just is himself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he walks in love.
1: And I mm-hmm. think... We're all in a need of that. Mm-hmm. We all need that. I, I I had another quote, just to transition, because I was thinking. I was telling deputy. I was like, I think often as young people, because we're so we're told so many times that we need to be at our best self. We need to be putting everything into plans for our future. We need to have all of this right at the moment that it's right. And I think there's been a shift of us really taking that pressure and kind of turning it into comedy or turning it into really relatable posts, right? Mm -hmm. And really kind of romanticizing the idea of failure, right? So that we can feel better about ourselves, which is funny, it's fine. Which is denial. Which is a little (laughs) denial. And I and I, I like it's a those. coping mechanism. It's a coping it could mechanism. It is a
0: coping mechanism, not completely denial, but it's it's a little cases bit of a it is.
1: Yeah. yeah. So and I think that we can find balance in those things. But I think I've been indulging in those mm. things and just been like I'm not going to dance tomorrow. Hmm <laughs> and just laughing about it because I think it's funny. But guess what? Lisette has a bunch of absences at the end of the semester. Yeah. What was her lowest grade? Dance class. Yeah. Also, because it was a nine a.m. class, I didn't like that. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I I saw this, and it kind of just made it very simple. And I have to stick to it. Otherwise, me saying this on this episode, it doesn't it doesn't matter to shit Mm -hmm. if I don't start applying it. But I uh, instead of like romanticizing my failures or the worst part of myself, I can equally romanticize. Being optimistic. So I saw this mm-hmm. and it says, you got to start romanticizing your life. You got to start believing that your morning commute is cute and fun. That every cup of coffee is the best you've ever had. And even the smallest and most mundane things are exciting and new. Because you have to. Because that's when you start truly living. That's when you look forward to every
0: day. Mm-hmm. Living in the moment. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Why is that so hard?
0: (laughs) Oh, life is just so busy, don't you think? So busy and there's so many distractions. Oh my gosh. At least for me. Yeah. That's how I see it. I'm just always, I feel, you feel like, I feel that I'm pulled in so many different directions throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So my attention is always everywhere, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's so hard for me to pull away from that and just focus on the moment that I'm in right now. Yeah. You know? And... As I say that, you know, that moment that I just spoke of having here with you, it's gone. Moving on to the next moment. You know, and and I'm guilty of not being present in the moment. My mind just goes everywhere. And I I was telling you earlier that I was thinking about this while I was watching the play yesterday, that there's so much that I didn't notice in it before. And I've watched it maybe four times already. Yeah. um, At least. And... I started to realize that when I let myself get completely swept away and taken away by the story, I got so much out of it when I stayed in the moment. Yeah. As soon as my mind starts to travel and I'm distracted by like, oh, what do I have to do next? You know, what what do I have pending at work? And I'm no longer enjoying the story as much and I'm no longer in the moment. Yeah. You know, so it's so hard. I mean, it's a discipline for sure. I, and I usually I have to catch myself. I do this actually when I start to feel like I'm making really stupid mistakes. Rather <laughs> be driving, you know, or just anything. <laughs> Losing something and then... Yeah, and yeah. I, st- I start to realize, okay, you're not in the moment. You're just not in the moment. You're making mistakes that have to do with you're too busy. You're, think- and you're no longer enjoying the moment that you're in. Yeah. So you're making really dumb mistakes. It happens. You know, I've had to... I've said that, I think, to... Um, I don't know if it was Alejandro Orlando, or I said, you know what, you're you gotta stay in the moment. I
1: you told me moment. that shit, and was the it one you? day I literally the other day I forgot my wallet at home, and I didn't know where my house keys were, and I was like, damn, Debbie told me that I'm not living in the moment. That's why I lost my keys.
0: Yeah, you start <laughs> to get distracted. You become robotic. Everything becomes repetitive. You know, you you just kind of like do going with the motion. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. So then you start to forget everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's, you know how they say stop and smell the coffee? Yeah. You know, the roses, the roses. I'm sorry, I'm just drinking coffee. So I thought it was yeah, good. we stop and smell the coffee. Yeah, man. we do, not the roses. Yeah. We don't have any roses. I was going to say, yeah, something those else. shits are <laughs> dead this season. <laughs> we have a Christmas tree, though. We do. Let's stop and smell the pine. Yeah, she's so beautiful. We have to decorate her, though. She thick, girl. Yeah, she is thick. She's. <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely Latina. <laughs> Is that a stereotype or what? I hesitated. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Yeah, but she also exemplifies how busy we are. Yeah. She's naked.
1: Yeah, she's been sitting here for at least two, three days, and she's like, are y'all bitches going to dress me up, yes or no? Because it's getting cold over here. Exactly.
0: She needs some lights and some decoration. She's starting to throw shit on the ground. She's throwing all her pines exactly. on the ground. She's like, hello. Yeah. But yeah, living in the moment is hard mm-hmm. that it requires discipline. But when you do it, you get so much more out of life mm-hmm. you because you're maximizing every moment that you are in. Mm-hmm. and and to go back with Bobby, I, I, that's how I see him. he maximizes love. Yeah, you know, he exemplifies it and he maximizes every moment with that love. And it's contagious. Mm-hmm. You want to be around people like that. Yeah. And he just, he seems like he's that per, that person that lives in the moment by choice, yeah. like he said, but he's living in the moment and he makes you want to live in that moment too.
1: I'm trying to be one of his disciples, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to carry it on. Because I mean, you know what? And me and Alejandro, because we're growing, right? We're both 22. Me and Alejandro have been thinking like, okay. Because this is when yeah. like the real, the real part of ourselves really start coming out. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, despite my background and, and the tough things that I've had to go through, I've really always been so optimistic. And mm-hmm. I've been so enthusiastic and very- you happy person, yeah. I'm very happy. And I feel like this semester, I was like, it can't be this semester that's putting me through this, right, because there are going to be very worse things that are gonna happen in my mm-hmm. life. And how am I gonna handle them by absorbing all the things that I say I hate about other people? I can't do that.
0: No. Because at the end of
1: the day, I still have to be endearing. I still have to love. I still have to be compassionate. Exactly. With a few people um, exempted. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) We won't go there. This is not the episode. But
1: I, you know, like it becomes very hard to love people on a soul level when we're only interacting on a human level. Mm-hmm. And I know that was something that we were exploring the other week. We we have these we have these little birdie talks every day. We're just not recording. We're just not recording. You guys are missing out. But <laughs> just stop by. Saturday
0: mornings and Sunday mornings are our times. We should do that. Do a big luncheon, like a big brunch. That would be so How freaking fun. cute. And we can just in the dining room and record the conversation. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna do that. We are. Um I, but we were
1: talking um we were talking about the art of war mm-hmm. a little bit and this would definitely be another episode that we'll talk about but um there were so many things that see you <laughs> there were so many things that we were talking about and I was like holy crap like this is a way of approaching life definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just the way that people use religion as a way to approach life and be kind and to be like Jesus or be to be like uh Muhammad like mm-hmm it's like this and I think it really connects with being an artist Mm -hmm. so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we were reading well Deppie has read The Art of War by what's his name
0: Stephen I I just Uh, forgot his last name something field uh,
1: Stephen Pressfield Mm -hmm. yeah and we were talking about uh, he was on Super Soul with Oprah and he was talking about the idea of resistance and what does resistance uh, what role does resistance play in our lives and um, I was just typing things. We were, we were both just taking notes and like mm-hmm. pausing, talking about it. Because, um, you know, we're not on Super Soul. Otherwise, we'd be able to talk to them all at the same time. <laughs> One day. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so we asked, what role does resistance play in our ability slash inability to move forward? Mm-hmm. And um, he said something that goes along the lines of this. Uh, there's no difference between art and prayer. When you're filling in the moment of offering your talents, talents become an offering. It becomes a prayer. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking um, about that, and I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. That was like a scientific method for me. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, this whole time, I I think one of my biggest insecurities in my life is that I always feel like, on a soul plane, like on a soul level, I'm lost because I feel like I don't. I say I have a higher power, but I haven't given it much thought right. to sort what that it out. yeah mm-hmm. to what that higher power looks like or mm-hmm. uh, what they're in control of. You know, how do mm-hmm. I maintain that relationship with a higher power? And in the process of understanding that, how do I maintain relationships with other people on a higher power? You know, mm-hmm. and when I saw something like that saying that my art and me offering my exactly. performance and my process of getting into a character like Jessica, like Consuelo, like anyone, right? Offering that talent to a group of people is a form of prayer. And I was like, well, damn, bitch, I'm praying all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: But And I think that's something that can be really... um encouraging for a lot of artists and, and I know a lot of artists listen to our podcast but if you guys are and just because one person said it doesn't mean that you have to take it like that but it does make sense like when you are being a vessel of you something that of has service of service mm-hmm. and of meaning and 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 love like there's no way that you could deny that that's not prayer mm-hmm. or that's not worship right
0: I think it's about intention yeah I really do because when you do something with good intention, because you wanna bring joy, because you wanna bring healing, because you want to entertain to distract somebody from pain, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, you're serving. You know, so I think that when we're aware that we stand in that gap for people, that gap of of service, of love, you're praying. Yeah. Your life does become a prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, I, it's a really beautiful way of looking at it. Um, and when you think of specific people, you know, I know we're, this is like the, I'm, I think we're going to have to just call it the Bobby episode. Yeah, we, we are. are. <laughs> Cook, we're cooking up some, we're cooking up something. Yeah. <laughs> you think about somebody like him that he, you you stand in the gap. Let's say, um, I'll use anybody as an example. Somebody that's having a really bad day, that's feeling really bad about themselves, does, does that. Is feeling rejected alone whatever then all of a sudden called come somebody like Bobby and he stands in that gap for that need for that person mm-hmm. through his love mm-hmm. he just prayed yeah he just offered up a prayer for them you know by standing in that gap of that person's need which was to embrace them and love them unconditionally mm-hmm. didn't he just pray didn't he just offer up Thanksgiving for that person by loving them and accepting them for who they are. That makes me want to cry. You know? That makes me so... It just seems
1: like it's so impossible sometimes to, mm-hmm. to look at the bright side. And it, mm-hmm. and it's because we're really only reacting on a human level. Exactly. And we're not seeing the big picture. I saw something on Facebook the other day. I guess someone um, that was working for UPS... I don't have all the context, but yeah. someone that was working for UPS died.
0: And Oh, and the shooting. Yeah. There was a a mass shooting and somebody died.
1: And the the statement said, um, UPS, instead of paying for his funeral, created a GoFundMe. And they were like, (laughs) you guys sweat and, and panic over these jobs that don't care that much about you. Not to create kind of like a bad guy, good guy thing, but just to think you're UPS, you have how much money? And you couldn't cover a funeral service. Mm. And even if that's not completely true, because I don't believe everything that's on the internet, if we could put that in many situations, I'm yeah, sure that's as not... as f- an
0: example. Yeah, as mm-hmm. an example.
1: That we, that we panic about these things that don't validate our souls, that don't bring meaning to our relationships and to us as humans. And they react to us on a human level. And we get disappointed. And we get bitter. And we right. get empty. And the thing with Bobby is that, I was telling you this morning, Bobby is always running on full. Mm-hmm. He is never too empty to give anyone anything. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful to see someone whose cup is always running over.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And you want to give them some more. You want to give them a few more cups. Shit, mm-hmm. we need to fill them cups up. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just wild to, to walk the world in that grace and walk on a soul level instead of just a, just a human level, man. And -hmm. that's what we talked about that day too, is just Mm -hmm. finding the moments where we can really take care of our souls and which we're always talking about Mm -hmm.
0: that.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, and doing that soul work. Exactly. And finding out, The people who just want to work on a on a human level, okay, then I'll meet you with that. Exactly. You know, because I have to protect myself as well. I got to protect my chi. You know, (laughs) I'm not letting everybody up in my chi, man. I got to be. Yeah.
0: Like Brene Brown says, not everybody is welcome into the arena with you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not in
1: the arena getting your ass kicked, I
0: don't want your feedback. Exactly. Yeah. So you just gotta be careful who you share with at that level not like you said everybody's not interested you know I was thinking about that same day we were having that conversation and I hope I can explain this well enough where it's understood something that was like an aha moment for me which I know on a mind level but at that moment spoke to me on a soul level was that I think our our soul so much of what we live in at war with is that discrepancy between the reality we live in on a human level Mm -hmm. and that that the soul aspires and needs at the spiritual level. And when we're not living at that level, the spiritual, the soul level, we feel that there's a gap. Mm -hmm. We feel that we're not satisfied because we are guilty as well of staying at the human level Mm -hmm. and not going deeper. And... And living at the soul level. What are the things of the soul? Love. Mm. Forgiveness. Kindness. And that's in all religions. Yeah. You know, the focus is love, forgiveness, kindness, um, service, Mm -hmm. taking care of of the the poor, um, social justice. You know, that's all at the soul level. And a lot of times we start to feel this emptiness because we're living in a plane. That does not meet that soul level. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't run on that formula. Mm-hmm. It doesn't
1: at all because we're wake up at nine a.m., get to work, stay at work exactly. till five, pay off a mortgage. Yeah. yeah, It's how are you? How are you uh, navigating
0: your soul on a human plane? Exactly, and I often I feel this. I don't know if you do, but I do. Like I'll come home from work and I'll say to her say, "I feel unfulfilled today." I feel unfulfilled, and I usually I have to sit back, and and look at myself and say, okay, what what's going on here? Why do you feel unfulfilled today? Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm I'm running on empty, obviously, mm-hmm. and I'm doing 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 doing, and I'm not taking care of myself at that soul level. Yeah, I've just been busy. My life was just busy today. You weren't getting any soulful rewards. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, and we have to sit. We have to take that break sit you know kind of sit back look in and say okay what am i doing for myself to replenish myself so that i can continue to live a life of prayer and of service
1: yeah
0: you know because it happens to me a lot where i feel that i feel unfulfilled today i feel like i'm not living my purpose today mm. Mm. yeah you know because i'm so distracted rather it be mentally or with what i'm doing yeah you know i i do feel that and um I try to take that break to look at the situation and at myself mostly to figure out what do I have to do to bring about that fulfillment because it's all about me. It's not about anybody else.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the thing I've been struggling with because it's like, I think lately I've been so hypercritical and it really is just a reflection of myself. And I've been so disappointed in the environments that I'm in, specifically my academic environment, yeah. And there being an age gap and everybody's different in their, in their, um, in their journey. Mm-hmm. And in that process, I'm getting frustrated because nobody understands, well, not as many people understand that in that classroom, we're ensemble building. Yeah. And everybody doesn't have that goal. so Yeah, I the c-
0: commitment's at a different level. Yeah. So then you fall into this judgment, yeah. this anger, this bitterness, this resentment. And then you can't live the way you want to live, which is a life of love, of service, of kindness, That we're absence, where the absence of judgment yeah. is the reality. Yeah. You and know? how
1: many times have I called you this semester and just been like, uh, this person's yeah, Can uh, I vent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah can exactly. I vent? This person's fucking stupid. And honestly, this is how I talk. I'm like, this person doesn't get it. This person is wasting my time. This person is wasting their college career. This was, And I'm getting mad. And you know what? It's because I'm judging myself. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm essentially judging these people that were me two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was wasting my college education. Mm-hmm. So where does the... Where does... When do I take responsibility for being graceful for them, right? right. And it's not for them. It's, it's a way of me offering prayer to myself mm-hmm. and honing those skills and being a kind person. But also, I don't know what they do every day, you know? Right. And I
0: have to be graceful. I have to yeah. reserve that space. Exactly. And ultimately, you have a choice. Yeah. You have several choices. You have the choice to love, like you said, to be graceful. You also have the choice to remove yourself. Yeah, to protect myself. Yeah, you have the choice to say, you know what, I love these people and maybe this, this is a this is a project that I just can't be involved with right now because it's just not where you wanna be. Maybe it's not good for you, maybe it's not good for them.
1: Yeah.
0: Because so many times we, we re- keep ourselves in these situations where we're not supposed to be in them,
1: yeah,
0: you know that it's just not where we are supposed to be, and yeah. not because we're above or better than anybody, but I think the the danger that we all have put ourselves in is that we say yes to everything,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep. you know, and then we end up getting frustrated because we're in situations that we resent, you know, rather it be because other people aren't stepping up, you know, being responsible or as committed. You know, so then, of course, we, you know, fall into that vicious cycle of judgment, Mm -hmm. you know. So we do ultimately have a choice. You can love, you can be graceful, you can stay in it and just, you know, stick it out or you can remove yourself. Yeah. You have a choice. There's a choice. You don't have to torture yourself. Yeah. You know, and stay in the situation. You, You can... Get in or get out. One of
1: the two. And you know what? I want to be loved by people like Bobby Cook.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: a choice I'm willing to fight for. Mm-hmm. I want
0: more people like Bobby Cook. I want to be like Bobby Cook. Yeah, exactly. You, you know? gotta, you gotta decide what battles you're willing to take on. Yeah. And, and m- not with not being judgmental, but there's some battles that definitely aren't yours. That aren't mine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's situations that we definitely have we have control over that we can walk into it or we can walk out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reality of life. Without sounding, you know, there's always that dichotomy, that that balance of, of choice, you know, control. There's always that balance of, do I remain, or do I remove? Ooh, do I remain or do I remove? You know, hmm. that's always a choice. Yeah, and I think sometimes we, become resentful. Of the remaining. Yeah. Yeah. Without realizing that you have control over the removing. Yeah,
1: and and I was just to add on to what you were saying mm-hmm. when we were listening to the Art of War the other day. Uh, he says, "Where is it?" He says, "It's there. You took." He list. says, "Adversity, adversity." Am- oh no, I got it. I got it. You Hold do on. you have it there? Oh, when an amateur encounters adversity they fold. Mm-hmm. And when you think about us reaching really tough situations and we take it in the negative and we resent it and we hate it and we use all that hateful vocabulary, that's equivalent to folding.
0: And it I've is, been... You're right.
1: And I've been folding all semester. Mm-hmm. I got lines in my shit. Like, oh yeah, I got fold lines, you know? Mm-hmm. And... We, um, I don't want to be like that. I yeah. just don't, and that's the thing. That, that's what's good though, is because at least we have the awareness to just keep going, mm-hmm. keep moving. It might take me another few years to get that shit down, mm-hmm. which is
0: fine. A lifetime, yeah, it's a, a freaking lifetime, <laughs> it's man. It's ongoing. It's on keeping yourself in check is an ongoing, yeah, you know, yeah, um, battle, mm-hmm. ongoing choice. You know, you always got to keep yourself in check because we are, don't ask me who said this, but we're spiritual beings living an earthly experience. Mm. So there's always going to be that dichotomy. There's always going to be that battle of having to choose. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know, and having to choose to fold mm-hmm. or to live entirely present in your purpose. Yeah. We always have that choice, you know. I haven't been kind, I think, mostly to myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's my biggest battle. I'm kind to people. I know that because Mm -hmm. I I love people, and I I don't want to ever make anybody feel rejected or unloved. Mm -hmm. The corresponding weakness with that is sometimes I don't stand up for myself, and I don't stand up to people that I should stand up to because... I don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. I don't want anybody to feel unloved. I don't want to deal with conflict. Nobody likes conflict. I haven't met one person that loves conflict. <laughs> you know. But um I think that, you know, going talking about the folding, I have folded with myself. Mm. Definitely. That's the one thing I have to work on. And that wasn't always there. I think life's experiences Whatever of loss, of judgment from others towards myself have influenced my feelings and my thoughts in making me feel insecure, and ultimately, I have a choice, right? I can control that, but I still that's my battle. that's where I fold. Mm. Am I good enough? Mm. Is what I'm creating good enough? Mm. what I'm doing my is this good enough? you know yeah. So I always, I, it's very normal for me. I don't want to say normal. Um, I often struggle with holding myself in judgment. Mm. Yeah. So that's where I have to look at unfolding. Yeah. Rather than folding.
1: We got to do some unfolding, man. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah, big and time. I, you know what I think about. <laughs> Maybe we could come up with a slogan if someone hasn't already came up with it. But you know that one when they were saying, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your kids are at?
0: Or what? Yeah, they didn't say was, it like that. It <laughs> was not for Channel 7. You know where your kids are at? Or Yeah. He used to say, it's 11 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Yeah. And yeah, I'm thinking maybe we
1: just do it. it's It's 9 a.m. Have you done something for your soul today? Exactly. First of all, I need to stop saying 9 a.m. We all don't get up at 9 a.m. Okay. <laughs> We do. It's it's twelve a.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you unfolded today? Yeah, with a drink. <laughs> and I think about that too. I mean, like bonding over human experiences, drinking, mm-hmm. you know, food, those mm-hmm. human plain things, and those are just catalysts to us digging deeper mm-hmm. in our conversations. And I remember the one day after um, West Side, you know, Brendan B. Dog, Brendan Didio, who's also the fight. Captain and fight choreographer of our um he was a fight choreographer of our show. Yeah, shout out to him. Great shout job, out.
0: Brendan. Great B-
1: job. B dog. Mm-hmm. But the one day after he he was like, I wanna be on Little Birdie. <laughs> Where I get it, but, hey, uh I wanna be on Little Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, he <you> said. <laughs> That's my impression. And and I just noticed I was just drinking and We all sat down and I started talking about how do you stop running on empty and how do you allow to stay running on full and not let people take from like your energy tank, your gas tank. And we had a great conversation, thanks to alcohol and also the shit that we brought to the table. So, Mm. I mean, it was just nice, you know, like we're bonding over coffee. Maybe one day we'll do a brunch episode. We'll have mimosas. Mm. And it's just like you find those balances, you really do and you got to you got to find the meaning and i think the last few days i've had commutes to school where i'm paying i'm paying like 6 12 bucks to get to school and i'm already mad about it right i'm like i'm running late to class and the last few times i ended up in my lifts i've had really great conversation and i know sometimes when we get in lifts we're kind of just like all right just get me to my place i need to get there on time don't exactly. really feel like talking silence yeah silence and um I met this one guy the other day and I always know it's for a reason Mm -hmm. because when I have these great interactions I'm like you know what God was like this is what you need today Mm -hmm. just carry this in your spirit this guy he was like 72 right I didn't know this at the beginning he looks like he's like 50 Mm -hmm. so I get in the car and I'm like hi how you doing so, and he's like, good. So we start talking. He's asking me what I'm going to school for. He said he was doing the the extra call um, that's here in Buffalo. And so he tells me, oh, I was born on that street 70 years ago. And mm. I went,
0: I heard like a record screech. My- <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: sounded like sardito. <laughs> I did sound like a little pig. Um,
1: he, he goes, I would you're 70 he went 72 and (laughs) i I went what Uh there's no way there's no way he was like thank you and he went just keep breathing and i was like i think it's a little bit more than breathing (laughs) and he was like no Mm. just breathe so there's this thing called oxy size and what you do is you do this breathing exercise uh it's by jill something i don't know what her last name is but he literally was mm-hmm. just telling me that he just breathes. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps him young. He says, when you get older, your breath starts to get really shallow. And he was just like, you know what? You you just got to keep breathing every day. And he said, and I have a grandson. And you know what? When he gets really upset, I lead him through a breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I thought that was just so meaningful. And I was like, you know what? That's what I'm meant to carry on throughout my day today. I was really meant to carry out that. That meaning, and I've been telling you guys all about it. I've been like, oh my God, exercise, exercise. Even though I haven't been doing it, but Mm -hmm. it was just, it was a beautiful encounter for that. Mm
0: -hmm. So, you know. And what is breath except living in the moment? (sighs) Whew. Yeah. That's living in the moment when you pay attention to your breath. That's one of the exercises, right? For, for meditation is pay attention to your breath and it always brings you back to the present moment. Yeah. Mindful breathing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing that you had that experience. Boy, that's what you needed. And that's
1: what, yeah. And it was literally my last day of classes. It was for my final. It was for my absolute last final. That, was, that was divine. It. Yeah. Yeah. And that I'm like, you divine. know what? Anytime that shit happens and there's meaning and wisdom in the in the conversation, I'm like, God's trying to
0: tell me to get back on my A game. And you, you availed yourself to that moment for mm-hmm. that moment to become, you know, available to you. Mm-hmm you actually made the choice to be present. Yeah. And look how much you got out of that moment. That's yeah. really incredible. It really affected me for the rest of the day. Yeah, it did, because you talked to me about it, you yeah. talked to other people about it. Jill Johnson, I just looked up the name. Jill Johnson. Yeah, there's a whole book. Oxy Breathing. oxy, ox, was it? Oxy Size. Oxy Size, yeah. yeah. I just looked it up. Definitely have to look into that. She does stretching too, breathing and stretching techniques. That's really great for an actor, too. Yeah. Exercise by Jill R. Johnson. Yeah. So maybe we'll check
1: her out. Mm-hmm. I'll, let you, I'll give you guys an update. That's really great. I love it. It's been good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah. It's good to be back. And you, we missed you guys. I know. <laughs> I know. And I can't wait to hear everything that you guys got to say mm-hmm. about this episode. And we're really now... Kind of like, at first, like the first few weeks, it was very, uh, it was really exciting working on Birdie and things like that. But now we're just like, okay, let's take it to another step. Right. And
0: Sorry, we hear our dogs in the background. You hear Coco complaining. Is that Coco or Khaleesi? It's Khaleesi. Sorry, Khaleesi. We'll be right with with you, Mama. Yeah, she she wants attention. <laughs> She's looking at me so bad. Like, I had two girls talk, and I get some attention now, please. Okay, well, you hear I guess her? this
1: little birdie is uh, trying to rush us out. Yeah, but...
0: I think we talked uh, about a lot of good stuff, man. Yeah, you gave me some stuff to think about too. Heck yeah, hold myself accountable. Yeah. To living in the moment and being responsible for the energy I bring into the room. is always a good reminder. Yeah. And not letting yourself be discouraged by the energy that's in that room. Mm-hmm. Pushing through it. Because it's easy to say, you know what? I don't like this energy. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. No. Influence the energy. Like that quote says. Influence yeah. the energy that's in that room at that moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: So... If you have any moments where you guys are trying that out or have been trying that out or anything, we would love to hear about what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And I, we have a lot of ideas for putting out more content on our Instagram pages mm-hmm. for the weeks that we can't record and things like that. Just something to put a little smile on your face yes. and uh, make you feel happy and and mm-hmm. things like that. So please keep connecting with us. Okay, Khaleesi,
0: we're, we're going. We're getting out. Yeah, okay. she, she's ready. Okay. <laughs> it's a sign.
1: <laughs> so we love you, little birdie. we'll, birdies. And
0: we'll see you next episode. Have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.